hope you're tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Seuss. Hello, my little Pop-Tarts. Thank you for taking time out of your busy life to hop into bed with me. On this episode of In Bed with Dr. Sue, I'm putting Madame Saucet in the Dom spotlight. But I want to take a minute for those of you who are interested in attending the world's wildest Halloween party, the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball at the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas. This year, it's on Halloween night. That's right, October 31st, Friday night. And every year, I try to score you guys deals on tickets because as far as I'm concerned, it's a must-see, once-in-a-lifetime event. So, again this year, if you're going to Fetish and Fantasy, you can save $10 on each and every general admission ticket when you use the promo code RUBBER at checkout. It's real easy. All you have to do is head to HalloweenBall.com, click on Buy Tickets, and then you'll see a little button that says Purchase General Admission Tickets with Promo Code. It's that simple. HalloweenBall.com. Don't pay full price. Just remember your rubber. I remember when I first heard of Madame Saucet after I figured out it wasn't a joke or a one-off and saw that she was quite serious and not only that, she wasn't spewing stupidity. I was completely in love with the concept. At first I wanted to know who the brains were behind the sock. And then I got to thinking, I don't care. I like not knowing. Now I know some of you know who the hand is running the show. And I do now, too, obviously. But you won't find out from me who's behind the googly-eyed diva. Because really, it doesn't matter. Now, a couple of caveats about the interview. There's a weird humming in the background. I have no idea where that came from. It almost sounds like a hairdryer or a leaf blower. Way too early here for any gardening to be going on and way too late in Australia to be doing anything. So, have no idea, my little Pop-Tarts. You'll just have to deal Oh, and the reason why I sound like I'm doing a phone sex call is because I have hideous allergies this time of year. And in order not to sound like Janice from Friends, I dropped my voice down to a more hypnotone. Otherwise, you would have wanted to pour bleach in your ears, trust me. Anyways, here's my interview with Madame Saucet, dominatrix and fetish educator. We are very, very honored to have with us today the most amazing dom on the planet, as far as I'm concerned, anyways. The illustrious, the enigmatic, Madame Saucet. Hello, my darling. Hello, sweetheart. How are you today? I'm absolutely fantastic, and I'm hoping you're the same. I am f- fabulous. Everything <sighs> is coming up me. Oh, well, that's, it, it, that's really the way we all should be, isn't it? Yes. Everybody should have their own amazing sock puppet in their life. Absolutely. So there's a lot of people out there who are probably wondering why on earth, number one, would there be a sock puppet dominatrix? And number two, why would I interview a sock puppet? We're not going to worry about why I would interview a sock puppet because you'll find out as you listen to this. However, my cotton friend. I'm an acrylic blend, darling. You're an acrylic blend. Absolutely. This hair Don't get in a fire, you'll melt. Yes, yes, but you know, this this hair definitely not cotton. Not cotton at all. Oh, we need you to become more organic. I'll see what I can do. You can't have any of that GMO running through you. Oh no, 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 God no, no. (laughs) 
So who is Madame Saucet? Tell me. Who uh, tell everyone? I am the most. I, I don't. What a question to ask. I'm me. I'm just fabulous all the time. I'm no ordinary dominatrix. I never will be. But you are a dominatrix, are you not? I am, yes. And I have lots of fun being one. Well, t- how, how can a sock be a dominatrix? Well, how can anybody be a dominatrix? You take charge. You are humble and gracious and classy. You know how to control people without raising your voice. You can swing a whip and crack a cane if that's what you're into. Some people are horrid with canes and whips and they go to other things. But I, I chose to be in charge and I am. That's absolutely amazing. But wouldn't it be easier if you were human? Well, I thought about that for quite a while. And no, humans have this tendency to bleed and I'm not really a bleeder darling well we don't want you to bleed but aren't you supposed to be making everyone else bleed no no only if they're into that ah yes that's the that's something that many people miss they don't negotiate I have to say that you are I think the best way to put it would be you have become not just a dominatrix, but you are a fetish educator. Would you say that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I did, it, it didn't happen on purpose. People just mm-hmm. started asking me questions. And as an opinionated bitch, I had to answer them. Absolutely had to answer them. So basically for you, it was supply and demand. Yes. And then I found out I was rather good at it. So would you say... You enjoy the domination more or the education more? That is an interesting question. I always get a tickle right down in the rib cuff. That's right at the bottom for those of you who don't know anything about socks. When I have a new boy contact me and he's all, I don't know why I'm attracted to you, madame, but I am. And I have to serve you. And I'm like, yes, darling, that's very nice. But at the same time, Being able to take my 10 years of experience and to see new girls and young ladies and even gentlemen who are coming in, especially online, which is very difficult to do, and taking my fuck-ups and being able to step around things that they might not have thought of is, is a wonderful feeling. So do I like being a dominatrix more? Do I like being an educator more? It's very hard to tell. So, and you've written books, have you not? Thousands of books? Um, I have thousands of books planned. There's actually a very long fucking list staring at me in the face right now. I have one so far out, and there is, is it, it's October now. In the next two months, there should be about 20 more being released. 20 more books? Yes, they're all... I've, I've gone from this idea that there should be longer books because people don't pay any fucking attention at all for long periods of time. I've learned this from working with you know, dogs and cats and all those sorts of things. And I thought to myself... And men. Yes, men are horrible. Men really don't have a very long attention Not at span. all. It's like two or three minutes and they're done. And so I thought to myself, how can I capitalize on that so that I get the maximum message without all the faff around it? Okay. And so instead of, here's a very long book, 
go and read it. Try not to beat yourself to death with it. It's only 600 pages. I uh, broke everything down into bite-sized pieces. What a good idea. Absolutely. And it works so well because I can go, here is my topic. It might be an overall topic of bondage. And then I can break mm. it down into cuffs and rope and shibari. Shibari, however you want to pronounce that. I can't do it. I don't have arms, darling. Um, and all, you know, leather, all those sorts of things. Silk ties. I believe there's some sort of grey bullshit silk tie thing going around at the moment. Who the fuck knows? Um, well, the tie makers are obviously loving it. No, tie makers are very particular about what happens with their ties and tying people. <laughs> no, no, they'd be like, what are you doing to the bias cut on that? That's <laughs> horrid. And so breaking it into tiny little bite-sized pieces means that those topics that people are interested in, they can read and they can skip everything else. Wow. So is it good? It's, so it's a, a series of little sort of... I wouldn't even say it's longer than a report, right? Absolutely, absolutely. They're all between 5,000 and 8,000 words. So for those of you who don't like it, they're very, very small little bites, but they're information dense. Um, There's two series, 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 yes, (laughs) octopi that are running at the moment. I've got two. Oh, you should see it. I'll send you a picture, darling. There's these great big, cork boards that have all these post-its all over the place and I've color-coded things. Gimp sock is going insane. Um, I have one side that's all these lovely green things that are just my basic, yes, you want to be general practitioner. And then I have, I, I, I'm almost tempted to call it the idiot series, but that's not good for marketing, darling. You see... <laughs> No, the idiot series, really, I don't think, well, no, not true. Your humiliation types might enjoy that one. Except they're not, the only humiliating thing about them is that they've read Fifty Shades of Grey, darling. Well, I know, but, you know, I just thought maybe we could throw them a little bone. Absolutely. And so, (laughs) now, now, only if they want that, that's non, that's consensual, non-consent, no, who knows, ignore me. So, the second series is Fifty Shades of Plays. It's that cashing in, but not enough to get my ass sued off because I don't really have one. Quite all right. Fun. I just finished a, 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 an online radio series called Fifty Shades of Power, trying Ooh. to teach women that you don't always have to take the submissive role. Wow. Imagine that. Was that sarcastic enough? Should I try? No. You don't say. I mean, say. what woman could possibly want to be powerful? I have no idea. But, you know. Yes, absolutely. So, so your first book was Greedy. Greedy was the and first, and it's an international bestseller. It is. I think I'm still selling three or four copies a week, which is not bad for Kindle. That's very, very good, actually. I think that's, and everything's going to be available on on Amazon. Amazon. Yes, all Amazon. the upcoming stuff. Yes. I figured that most of the people who know about me are financial doms and they get paid through Amazon a lot because it's nice and safe and all that jazz and anonymous, la, 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 here's the whole talk. And so I figured, well, they've bought their own Kindle. They have the Kindle app. You can get that for iPad and Android now. And then they can go and buy my little books and read them and learn something. And they are there under Madame Sausset, right? They are, yes. And there's links somewhere, I'm sure. Or they can just get it from my website. because You never have to worry because all those links are going to be available on InBedWithDrSue.com. It's going to be, I'm going to make it, dare I say, idiot-proof. 
Oh, touch wood, darling. Nothing is I know, proof. I know, I know, I know, I know. There will always be someone who goes, I don't get it, yeah. but I'll try. I, I will try and make it as simple and window licking as I possibly can. Oh, darling, that's very sweet of you it's for so the window ni- licking. Nice. I, I'm so nice to everyone. I've been told I'm way too nice for a dom. There's no so such who, thing as being way too I'm nice. I'm dying for a dom. to know something. Oh yes. Who is Gimp Sock? Gimp Sock is my new boy, and he's so delightful, darling. <laughs> so you were able to find another sockly friend that you could be with. Yes, he mailed himself to me. Did he? He did. We've been talking oh. for quite a long time and interacting online, almost a year now. And you know, he's been saying, Madame, I would love to come and spend time with you. He's got this lovely little accent, you see. I'd love to come. Where's and... he from? I believe he's a French sock, darling. Oh, how incredibly international. Yes, yes. Well, you know, that first class international postage is it's quite nice. So did he like stick the postage on his head or did he come in an envelope? He How came did he in come? Padded envelope. He's not pain slots so much. Envelope. He's lucky no one poked him. He might have liked that, darling. Well, there is that. So yes, he's he's wonderful and he sort of tidies up the little dungeon that I have and <sighs> he's quite good. So he's like your assistant? Little bit. I am I'm working on a series of YouTube videos at the moment as well and he'll he'll feature in those for flogging uh, techniques and where you shouldn't hit people and warming up the body all those little things that you should probably know before you hit somebody with something. Yes. So he's going to basically be starring in his own series. Um let's not go that far sweetheart. <laughs> I'm always going to be the star. He's just there to get hit. I don't know. Gimp may end up taking away some of your spotlight. Oh, we may. You may need to have a discussion with him. Yes, well, if he ever gets the ball gag out, I'll be surprised. (laughs) Now, I must say, you guys made me such a lovely video, as you do almost every year. And Gimp was in it. He was. That video is going to be on the website as well, so you can have a look at Gimp Sock. Oh, wonderful. Does he come with you when you do your personal appearances? Because I don't think people understand that you do personal appearances. You do live appearances. Um, He hasn't been invited to any yet. Uh, the last one that I did was Sexpo in Adelaide, 2014, which was, oh, that was a while ago. That was uh, May. That was in May. And he hadn't actually come over from France then. Ah, okay. Yes. So you've you've attended all these shows, and what's happened? I mean, you you seem to have this insanely growing audience now. Um, I freak people out, yes, because there I am, a sock puppet, surrounded by boots, at a sex show, and there are dildos and things, and then there's a sock puppet, and people go, "What the fuck is there a sock puppet for?" <laughs> So have you received any negative attention? Um, Oddly enough, uh, while I was in Adelaide, I caught up with uh, some of the members of the BDSM scene there, and they were quite weirded out by the fact that I was a sock puppet. Well, I don't know if you're doing a book on this, but here's an idea for you. Mm -hmm. Perhaps we need to do a book 
on tolerance within our own community. Absolutely. When it comes to difference and change, because our community, especially the live community, when you're interacting with actual people, not online's its own little beast, but when you're interacting with other human beings, shall we say. Don't be a humanist, darling. They tend to get very clicky. And they tend to exclude Yes. So I think for a bunch of people, it's it's as bad as, you know, gay men hating lesbian women. It's like, for the love of God, why are we doing this? Stop being so clicky. Stop thinking a switch doesn't mean anything. I mean, switches are annoying sometimes, but I have people arguing with me that there is no such thing as switches. There's people who will damn, say, for example, someone who's into bondage is going to damn someone who's a furry. Oh, So stop. Why are we doing that? Because... You need to do a book on that. Absolutely. And it will be something like, my kinks are not your kinks, and that's okay. And it will be a... Exactly. It will be a picture book, darling. I have been planning a couple of Dr. Dr. Seuss-typed picture books. I'm going to make one called, I Wish I Were an Instadom... Yes. That one is probably going to make some people a little uncomfortable. Oh, that's perfectly all right. I like making people uncomfortable. I think if you're not a little bit uncomfy when you're talking to a sock puppet, then maybe uh, you're not being challenged enough. (laughs) Well, there is that. Absolutely. And I would love to do something like, your kinks are not my kinks and that's okay. Because it, I think that would be a really good one. It, and it really is that simple. I'm not particularly... Well, because why are, we, why are we infighting? I don't understand. This is what I mean. If everyone feels alone because of their kinks anyways, because a lot of people do. I mean, a lot of the gentlemen that I speak with and work with, I, they feel um, shame from anything that they're indulging in. And then to go into the community, if you have the nads to cross over and go, okay, I'm going to go to a munch. And then to have the people at the munch treat you like garbage, it's it's odd. It's stupid, just saying. Absolutely. We actually had, I not myself personally, I got left at the freaking hotel room because apparently the hotel that this convention was at didn't want a sock puppet there. But my handler got to go. And you have got to be kidding me. Nope, nope, didn't want me. You were turned down? I was. I was most upset. I sent them a little letter. Quite small, actually, because I can only write very tiny. But yes, so there's... Why he, on earth were you turned down? Tell me Tell me that story. Well, the, the whole idea was that the Sydney gathering, and they welcome people from all across Australia and internationally as well. Great big BDSM convention, but we were all asked to not freak out the vanilla people. Which is fair enough, we were in a very public place, and although I was very upset that I wasn't allowed to go, I didn't mind, because not freaking out the vanilla people is fairly important. Okay, wait, but let's pull this back for just a minute. I understand that, because that's what I do. 90% of what I do is bridging the gap between the vanilla community and our community so that they can realize that we're not crazy, and that they might actually enjoy themselves doing some of the things that we do. However, how does your appearance freak people out? I would tend to think that being Madame Sose, the sock puppet, would help 
as I say, bridge that gap. What was the issue? So people running around in leather and maybe chaps and things like that was okay? Nope. It was all keep Uh, it very much on the down low. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like they just said, oh, no, we don't do sock puppets. I think that the only time I saw somebody in full fetish gear was the latex and leather full body heavy deprivation setting and that gentleman got dressed in the male toilets on that level and walked around through an area that was designated for our group and he did not go anywhere else in the hotel. There was a very strict dress code, incredibly strict conduct. Wow. Absolutely. Do you think that it worked? Yes. Did it get through to any vanillas? Um, I don't think I saw anybody confused going, what the fuck is going on? I did hear some of the hotel staff like, oh, there are fetish people here. Oh, my God, it's like the circus is in town. <laughs> well, you know, we can be kind of circusy, but the theatrics is just part of the fun. Absolutely. There were a couple of corsets, but for the most of it, it was a very toned down event. I see. Yes. Lots of workshops as well. And I think in a workshop or a lab time situation, you don't want to be encumbered in so many buckles that you set off every metal detector in 400 kilometers. Well, yeah, that and it does tend to freak out people who've just seen it for the first time. Yes, absolutely. I can understand that. So you go to these and you do these appearances. Do people listen to you? Do you get a chance to speak? What happens? Um, I went to the gathering to learn. Um, mm-hmm. And that was all because I've been doing BDSM for the past 10 years, as, as right. you well know. And so for me, putting myself back into that beginner kidding candy store mindset is very difficult because I'm like, well, I know that that makes perfect sense to me. So why would I have to mention that in the book about safety that, you know, you don't set each other's testicles on fire, darling. Um, but apparently some people... Really? Absolutely. I know. But what's wrong? With, what if you're into both fire and, you know, CBT? Well, then there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. But <laughs> for some people, they might be setting testicles on fire and going, I did not realize that that would cause third degree burns to the scrotal area. And isn't it a shame that we actually have to discuss that? Yes. Yes. In, in other words, it, it's like these online challenges that you see these kids doing. Okay, you have to up the, the next challenge. And the mother helps a child set himself on fire. You just, it's one of those ones where you really do just kind of look at it and go, well, well never mind. <laughs> just <laughs> Really? At what point did you not understand that putting lighter fluid all over you and and lighting a match wouldn't burn? Oh, you may win the challenge, but it's going to hurt and not in a good way. The Darwin Awards, darling. The (sighs) Darwin Awards. So, yes, it does. It does upset me that we have to actually, like I said, dumb things down. But hey, I don't think of it as, as dumbing things down. I like to think of it as instilling people with common sense because it's not that fucking common. It's not. But all these things, that's the one thing that I I still find fascinating is how very few people have it. There is no common sense anymore. Oddly enough, somebody complained on the Amazon Greedy page that the book was just full of common sense and she knew it all already. 
like, well, good for you, darling. Well done. Uh, what she? Oh, very good. Yes. Well, you were expecting, you know, what? Oh, I can answer that. I figured it okay. out. It only took me nearly a whole fucking year. They weren't. <laughs> uh, so you've read Greedy, yes? Yes, of course. And and you know that the majority of it is keeping yourself safe online, um, mm-hmm. good ways to fill out your profile, how to take payments safely without you know handing over your personal detail and your address, how to avoid being stalked, all that jazz. I even mentioned where you might find some pay pigs, but I always, and I say pay pigs because that's the general accepted term, not that that's the one that I use, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, disclaimer here. Um, the question that I apparently failed to answer that every brand new Findom wants to know is, how do I get them to pay me straight away? Where are the pigs? Where are pigs? Why is nobody serving me? I've been here for at least three minutes now and nobody's thrown their money at me. And I can't answer that. But, but as soon as you put up your website and you put a little pay button, the money just comes flooding in, doesn't it? No, no, absolutely not. And in the current economy, it's getting harder and harder. Even the young ladies who are working their asses off, sometimes quite literally, on things like Chatterbait and My Girl Fund and Across Nightflirt and all those other sites are seeing a severe drop in their current takings because the economy is just not currently supportive of sex workers but it's that's the way the money turns i guess you'll have great periods of time and you'll have shithouse periods of time anybody who is taking money during the great periods of time to that's easy absolutely and to truly proof yourself from the shithouse times you should be investing and saving and oh which is another book oh my god you should see the writing i've done on things like domino control thyself um mm. because if you can't dominate yourself then why the fuck are you dominating other people so you're saying that some of the ladies who for example might make a bit of cash one day who are then pulling that cash out running out and spending it are being foolish i think that and this is this is where it gets tricky because it suddenly comes down to the fetish. Part of the fetish for me with the financial fetish is I love when it, things are bought for me or I get to spend that money. I love that. I get that tingle all the way from my nose all the way down. And I love it. But then I have a thing and I've bought that thing and I had that momentary hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And now I have that thing. And it's very and now nice. it's over. It, it is. Whereas... I have my little side account that may or may not be in Gimp Sock. He's a great... I would tend to... Yeah, he would be. He'd be a very, very good little he's, stash box. I can store all kinds of things in him, darling. You've and no he stretches. Idea. He does. Quite wide. No lube wow. needed either. You should always use lube, though, darlings. All the time, yes. Lube is good. And so many still don't. <sighs> Spit is not lube. Lube is lube. Use good lube. Lube, 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 lube. Did I get that right? Lube and and not just any lube. Okay, it. Let me let me just repeat this for you guys. Hand lotion isn't lube. No. Okay, just saying. No, lube is lube. It, it's got L U B E, four letters on the bottle. Lube. Or the longer version of lubricant. Absolutely. Now, when it gets, to, maybe that's it. When it gets to be the really long word, oh. 
that's where it just completely goes off the rails. Something clever like if you lubricate, no, you lubricate. If you lubricate, you can. <laughs> yes, we'll work on that. Something time. to do with the lubricant. I do. I get what you mean. There has to be a cute little punchline in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And what's ridiculous is how fucking easy it is to get. I'm so, oh, oh, lube I'm is available so everywhere, so everybody. Sorry, you should be using it. And as a matter of fact, if we're doing anything anal, I'm going to throw in the fact that if you're going to use a lubricant and you are doing anything anal, go for the silicone lubricants simply because they do not lose the viscosity that the water-based lubricants do. Yes, and if that confuses you, go and buy a lube specific for anal play. They exist. Go and Even easier. Them. Absolutely. That takes all the problems out of it for you. But really quickly, if you're a lady out there and you see a lubricant or a condom that says it contains nonoxanil 9, please stay away from it. Don't touch it. Nonoxanil 9, just so that you guys know, is actually detergent. <laughs> and it's there to protect you from, say, getting pregnant. And But it's really meant for hardcore sex workers who are having sex every hour kind of a thing and do you want detergent up your hoo-hoo is is the vagina particularly dishwasher safe you, you know it's not and i have yet to see anyone been able to sort of disconnect it put it into the dishwasher clean it put it back on oh oh what about in an autoclave do you think we could just sterilize the fuck well, that would be it? fun Absolutely. because you'd be spinning you would get like really kind of loopy from it but Ooh. No, I, I'm afraid. Just stay away from the nonoxanil 9 because it's... When I say sex workers, I'm talking the ones on street corners. So uh, those are the ones that benefit from it. But there's a lot of people that think, oh, well, because it's going to kill everything, I'm going to use it. Yeah. Just so you know, it's going to kill your vagina. <laughs> you don't want to use that stuff ever. Oh, oh, oh. On a completely unrelated topic, but still has... Turning left. Yes, Turning okay. left, if you can't say penis and vagina, you probably shouldn't be touting yourself as an online anything to do with sex. Just putting <laughs> that out there, darling. Sorry. You're teeny, teeny, uh, teeny. Are you running into people that doing... can't actually say those words? Oh, penis. Oh, penis, yes. No, I've, I've come across vagina. some girls who, 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 and I say girls, not ladies, who, who blush when they talk about down there and then i read 50 shades of gray and there was screaming and yelling and the tearing of pages and i love books darling but this one i i essentially if if guns were legal in australia i would have put holes in it darling well i have to tell you that i've heard from many many people i have read the series myself i'm sorry uh, i know I, I can't ever get that time back um it was a lot of time when you consider that the three books could have actually been condensed into half of one. Yes. There was a lot of rubbish in it. I will give you that. I got very oh with the why do women always have to be portrayed as submissive? That's one issue. But I really think it was used more for people to be able to throw it across the room and hit someone with it. Yes. I would imagine the book spent more time in the air as opposed to being read. Maybe. I um, I actually never thought of the idea of beating somebody with Fifty Shades of Grey. You might as well. I mean, it, it would make it BDSM useful at that point, yes. right? Yes. Actually, uh, I, I will point out that Chapter 11 in the first book, that fucking contract, I've looked <laughs> at it, 
And if you are doing basic, and I mean very, very basic, BDSM, it's actually not that bad. Like when you take out all of the wank and the personal trainers and the you want to do this and that, if you take out all the TPE stuff, total power exchange for those of you who don't speak acronym, um, the very basics of that little contract that took up far too much of that goddamn book isn't that bad. Mm. And it hurts me to say that. No, and what I, I always qualify the fact that I read them on purpose. Yes, I did want to see what the big hoo-ha was. It did go on and on. Oh, yes. And, but it, I, what I am going to give E.L. James, a, I, and I always do, give her the, well, first of all, understand everybody, that particular series of books would have been manipulated so much by the um, publishing company. It's not funny. Like I said, it could have been condensed and probably was just one book. And they went, no, let's make it three because you'll get better sales, blah, blah, blah. Keep that in mind. But what she did do that I think we do have to acknowledge is she got people discussing it yes it's now a bit more out in the open albeit the usual submissive woman dominant man okay it's that's the way that's fine that would have wow it's again marketing 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 absolutely at least people are talking and it does fit in with that whole let's go back to the 1950s and are the children clean before the hard-working gentleman gets home from work and of course then you tie him to his chair and beat him with a belt and drink his whiskey yourself darling well it's all in perspective ladies absolutely all in perspective so Okay, so we know that you hate Fifty Shades of Grey, as most people in this particular community do. Yes. And Um, you're going to replace that with all of your own real advice. Yes. Uh, In a couple of months, lots and lots of books. Yes. Um, The the idea is Fifty Shades of Play, which is 50 bite-sized bits and pieces for those who want to get into the basics of BDSM. It's brilliant. Absolutely. Coming to a Kindle near you, yes. my people. Please remember that. And I'm all you know that I will promote the snot out of it. So you'll be hearing from me about it, so you don't have to worry. And we will make sure that the links to all of this is available on the website. So anything else going on? Oh, so where would you like me to start? I've been <laughs> beating my head against the keyboard well, if, to write. What if and... some lonely young man out there wants to serve you and wants to get in touch with you and be able to give you tithings where does he go i have my very own website do you really yes i do it's what's uh, it called it's madamsose.com and for those spell that because remember window licking for, for the window lickers darling it's w W-W, that's the one that looks like the upside-down seagull in your drawings, dot Madame Sose, which is M-A-D-A-M-E-S-O-S-S-E-T-T-E dot com. And for those of you who don't know what com is, it's C-O-M. Not C-U-M. Let's not get too crazy. I wouldn't be surprised to see that one coming out soon. Absolutely. And uh, look, if they're typing in the name into their web browser and they feel that they have to come 
then those fuckers owe me completely. Well, there you go. Yes. So see, don't think that this is a joke. Madame Sose is real. She is there. She is writing. She is educating. She is dominating. So don't approach her unless you truly want to serve. Absolutely. I have one young gentleman at the moment who's interested in clicker training. Because I like that. Because I can squeeze a clicker with my little teeth. And uh, Oh, that would work. Absolutely. And it's all about him. You've done the right thing. He's your positive reinforcement. And it's, it's, he's not quite there yet, but it's all in the conditioning. It takes time. It yes. really does. It's like I often tell people who call and, and want a hypnosis session, you're not going to be instantly cured or whatever you want to call it, depending on what you're coming to me for, in one session. You're reconditioning the mind. Yes. It takes a little bit longer than one thing. The problem with that is there are so many people who look at TV and they see someone being put under hypnosis instantly on a, or on a stage. And I'm afraid it just doesn't work that way. Those people are pre-qualified. Yes. And stage hypnosis is very different to any form of mind-changing hypnosis. That's very true. As far as I can recall, darling, I think it's at least 21 days to make or break any particular habit. 21 days for a habit, yes. If you want to make one or break one, it is 21 days. You're absolutely right. And that's why I'll never give up sugar, darling. Need it in my Why would anyone give up sugar? Why would someone give up sugar? Because they're crazy. I know. Speaking of crazy. Okay. I have a crazy idea. What is it? Well, you see, I wrote this book greedy as mm-hmm. you know and then i got a little bit i'll admit it i was narcissistic it's a wonderful idea at the time because i went to sexpo and and i thought well i'll take some books with me um and i'll have them and i'll have a lovely autograph session and i sold a total of one book oh well believe it or not financial domination not the biggest thing out there in bdsm land it, not when you go to the shows, I will give you that. Absolutely it it not. does tend to be something that is done primarily online. Yes, very much so, which makes the information and greedy even more important. So, so what's your idea? Well, I have three copies. I would love... Live copies that you can touch and feel and like... throw at people and beat people with? Can you hear that? <gasps> Darling... Those are your three copies to give or mail or send to whichever viewers do whatever terrible things we could come up with. And I'll sign them. Absolutely. So if you want a signed copy of Greedy, written by Madame Sose, signed by Madame Sose, I think it should be, and we only have three, because it's Halloween coming up. Ooh, which is two. I think we should have to dress up, I'm going to say it, don't blush, penis. <gasps> or vagina. And make it look, or vagina, you can do either one, doesn't matter. Although we know that it would probably be men maybe doing this. Yes. Who, do, who, who is bought mostly, men or women? Um, My top buyer is a, a submissive gentleman from a website that I'm on. And he's been paying me $5 a copy to educate the masses and to date he's bought nearly 30 copies okay so then let's let's do it this way 
because primarily men listen to this. There's some ladies out there. Yes, I do know some of my, my our good Dom friends in the community do listen to this. Yes. But I'm talking to the gentleman. Let's have you dress up your penis in a Halloween outfit. You are going to be taking a picture. You're going to be submitting the picture on the website, inbedwithdrsue.com. Top three pictures of the most creative way of dressing up your penis. Get the three copies that you can then turn around and give to a dom that you think needs it. Ooh, Mm. I love it. So I just, I, I think with Halloween coming up, that's absolutely perfect. We will have you dress up your penis or your vagina, whichever you want. If you want to dress up your vagina you, and you want a book, you most certainly can do so. And the most creative three will each get a signed copy of Greedy. Now, what you do with Greedy is up to you. You may read it, which I would recommend, or, like I said, you can use it to beat someone with, or you can send it to a friend who's in desperate need of knowing what to do. Absolutely, and the the information on safety in this book isn't just for financial domination. It actually covers a whole spectrum of online play. So you don't have to be a financial dom to get something out of this book at all. And as a submissive, it would be good for you to read to make sure that you are not taken to the cleaners by what we like to call insta-doms. Yes, although... although one of the newer pieces that is coming out, which is Scam, or it was Scam, I think we've changed the name to Bondage Discipline and Scamming Money, BDSM. Um, see how that works? I like that. Uh, um, you and, and your acronyms. I know, I love that. I've, I've actually changed it. It was supposed to be released about six months ago. And a submissive actually said to me, well, why are you only writing that DOMs get ripped off by submissives? Because it was all, you know, PayPal and chargebacks and credit card bits and pieces and all those sorts of things and all the things that were affecting dominatrixes who were working hard online and then getting ass fucked by the by the bad boys who think that it's fair to take people for free rides and then it was pointed out to me that subs get taken for rides too and so i've been working with talking to many many of them out there and hearing their stories and what's happened to them and and so I've actually done a complete rewrite of the entire manuscript, and it's taken an ass long time to do. Um, and hopefully that will be out by Christmas. Wow. You guys, you're very, very lucky to have Madame Sose. And I'm not kidding. Absolutely. Because are. you are able to educate yourselves the right way, as opposed to running around looking for all sorts of information online. Well, the- it's the best thing you can do is to follow Madame Sose. Yes. On Twitter. Yes. Which, what is your Twitter handle? It is the at symbol Puppet Mistress S with a big capital S, which is three S's at the end. Follow her so that you can be enlightened when the books come out because it is important for you, all of you, male, female, dominant, submissive, to learn. Yes. And it saves you trawling through fuck tons of websites. I'll do that. And it's not even that. No, but it's not even that. It's that most of the information that you come across is garbage. Yes, I have. I've come across some things that I have not agreed with. How is that for diplomatic? Oh, I. You did it better than me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you did it that well. Very good. I'm a researcher, Bunny Darling. I know how to bullshit people. All right. So remember, 
three signed copies, you guys. Three signed Only copies. Only three. Yes. I want to see three pretty penises, three pretty vaginas. Ooh. Doesn't matter what you want. You can take anything you want. Dress it up. Make it look cute. Preferably make it talk. Ooh. Just talking If it penis. had like a little mouth, that would be fun. Yes. And send it to me. At inbedwithdrsue.com, you'll see a little tiny thing there right on the show page that's going to let you send that in. I'll make it really easy. And you can win a signed copy of Greedy. You're lucky. You guys are very lucky. Thank you so much for being with us, madame. I am very honored. And hopefully when all the flood of new books comes out, we will have you back and we will be discussing those books. I look forward to it, darling. It's always fun chatting with you. Thank you for joining me, and I believe it's time for bed for you. Almost. I've got a gimp sock to pop away into his cash box first. Thank you very much for joining us. We will definitely have you back. And let's see those penis pictures. We need something to laugh at, boys. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So, that's it from my bed for now, my little Pop-Tarts. I want to thank Madame Sose for being on the show today. Remember to visit her at madamesose.com. Um, to my boys who have wives or girlfriends that you either, one, want to have dominate you more or at all, or you're into cuckolding and you want your wife to give it a shot, I would suggest you tune into Fifty Shades of Power, which is an exclusive on my segment on the Entune show with the lovely Ms. P., you can re-listen here on InBedWithDrSue.com. It's just the Fifty Shades of Power um, post that you will see. And all the shows are available right there for re-listen. It's great because I'm talking to women who have absolutely nothing to do with the BDSM community. So it's not so scary. If you have a show idea or you're launching a new book, you have a favorite dom, whatever it is... Give me a shout out by email in bed with Dr. Sue at gmail.com and I will be more than happy to have a look at it and see if we can't do something for you. Remember, if you are going to the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball, I should say if you want to go, don't pay full price. Get your tickets at HalloweenBall.com. Remember your rubber at checkout. The promo code rubber. Rubber, baby. That's it from here. This is Dr. Sue reminding you. Nobody can pee on your parade unless you let them. Now get out of my bed, because you're dismissed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.